0: Well, this must be the most brotherly show around. This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Room Ashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. To introduce the uh, show, let's all sing the Mickey Mouse song right now for as long as we can remember. Ready? A hot dog one? And three, two, one. Mickey, Mickey Mouse... Mouse. Mickey Yo, Mouse. Mouse,
1: Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck. Da da
2: da da I would not go to that part. da 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 see what
0: <laughs> Welcome! Good evening, craft beer. My name is Donnie. Welcome to the official podcast the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft brews geek news tied together loosely here on Craft Brews Geek News. We're talking about national stories, local flavors, and our favorite geeky nuggets of pop culture. Who could talk about these things? Wow, what an evening. It's the evening after the evening after the Super Bowl here in Tampa. Things are still ablaze. Um, from the massive upset... Wait, just in... <laughs> We won.
3: Okay, never mind. Uh Ryan?
0: Everybody's good down
3: here. I'm great, man. Great to be here with you lovely gentlemen. Hi, how are you? Um, I'm doing Mr. Lousman. Just
0: uh, no, I'm good. <laughs> That's fantastic. good. And we've got a special guest for this really special after Super Bowl cuz it's so important to all of us. Episode Mr. Lawsman.
3: Oh, sorry. No.
0: Oh, okay. But
2: I already did my intro. <laughs> no, it's a blouse. Oh no! Don't you talk about oh, that. No.
0: Stop Joe's blouse. Not met blouse. But hello, uh, Joe. Howdy, good to howdy, see you. howdy.
1: How's everybody doing tonight?
0: We're doing good. I'm doing good. Go Are you guys Bucks. doing okay? Right. Go
1: Bucks! Two-time champions, <laughs> baby. Nice, nice shirt, Joe. <laughs> right. Everybody, everybody survived the game. Uh, yeah. It's my NFC champion shirt that showed up the day after the Super Bowl oh
0: <laughs> wow. okay so you were going on a full bet there
1: yeah yeah i was hoping it would arrive just in time and apparently it arrived just after time <laughs> <laughs>
3: but it still arrived yep, so that's yep. the important that's
1: part right. still got my new buck shirt very happy
3: <laughs> all
0: right but what a
1: game right boys
0: not uh, what was it a game Not a real it was a was
3: fantastic it, game was it well, you'll have to tune in to the next episode that we do on the Fantasy Brews podcast uh, to get the full extent and coverage of the game. But from a defensive standpoint, the Bucks played lights out. From an offensive standpoint, they competed very, very well against a very tough Chiefs defense, and I think the game was superb. Was it as high scoring as everybody anticipated? Mm-hmm. No, but that is the first time since – uh, Patrick Mahomes, I think it's sophomore year in high school that he has not had a touchdown scored while being the quarterback, either by passing or by rushing. And I think that is fascinating. You want to take that win away and, and, and twist it from the Bucks and say that it was anticlimactic or anything? No, the Bucs played superb. And I, I, I can honestly say this as a Steelers fan. If we would have played them, we probably would have been in the same boat.
1: Yeah, I have yeah. to agree. Uh, it was it was all about the Bucks. Bucks were playing their heart out. Uh, the Chiefs had so many calls. And actually, my favorite number from the game so far is uh, Mahomes. 494 yards, was it, of pre-pass running in the backfield. I thought wow. that was. Uh, it was either Did 394 or 494. But it was all those, like, 15, 20-yard runs back away from the defense as they're trying to chase wow. down. Wow. That was a crazy number.
2: My favorite number get- was 5, as in that's how many layers my dip was for the occasion.
1: <laughs>
3: hmm. Was that, nice. that, was that in that crockpot that you sent a picture of? No, that was buffalo chicken dip, and that was also I thought malicious. I asked if it was buffalo chicken dip. I never got a response.
2: I'm sorry, but neither did the buffalo chicken dip. I was going to be destroying it by eating it. Did you
0: guys see the behind-the-scenes footage, though, during the half of right, my right chicken, dip? Halftime show? Uh, no, chicken dip? It wasn't pretty. No. <laughs> the behind-the-scenes of
2: me preparing chicken dip in a tiny crockpot was just honestly lackluster. I mean, I wasn't even wearing an apron. It's ridiculous. No, um,
0: The yeah. weekend got stuck in that maze again, and Tom Brady had to come help him out. Nah. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> it just looked very scared. And that, and that meme is going to be the one that people use forever. I love them. They're like, looks, The weekend looks like he's looking for a mom in the grocery store when you were six years
1: old. <laughs> I was
3: like, yeah, I've
1: now, been there before. Can
3: I, can I just say a little bit? I know this is kind of just... Off topic, but still with The weekend, a lot of people didn't like his performance, and I get it. Super Bowl shows have been halftime, you know, crazy for years, and I don't really pay attention to him. But I would like to say I am a fan of The weekend. I think he's very creative. He writes his own music. And if I can just say this, too, the what he tried to depict and what he tries to do in all of his music videos are very, very... Like, there are certain points to it. Like, we, we as film viewers, we look for certain things, like when it comes to Star Wars and continuity and, and, and everything else. We, we dive in deep. And I think that's kind of how he is, but with his music. And this just got posted a day ago. Uh, a friend of mine shared it. And basically, so uh, when, when, it, when, we, when we look at that performance, what he was trying to do with all of his songs – and what he tries to do is basically like that song, Blinding Lights. You know, I'm blinded by the lights. He's talking about how Hollywood has become disconnected. And everybody that's trying to get into it, you know, they're they're all getting uh, plastic surgery. That's, that's what those masks were a representation of, is plastic surgery. And I think his message was missed because it was a halftime show. But I do think that there's some validity to his creativity and how he pulled that off. Like, there, there's a whole write-up here I can share it. But uh, and I won't read it right now, but it basically is calling out, you know, what the crazy lifestyle is of Hollywood and being blinded by the lights, going from somebody who wants to strive to be famous to becoming famous and then seeing all the liars and the hypocrites that are within that industry. It's just I, I, I took it from a from a different perspective than what most would have taken it from. But I think there's some validity there. I just felt like sharing that real quick.
2: Yeah, I that, don't know about you, so, but I, I disconnected my soundbar because that was uh, not feeling. <laughs> That's how that, disconnected
1: I was on that one. That being said, you know? Ryan, I agree with what you're saying, absolutely. I think it's beautiful what you're saying, but I also think that he wrote a song called I Can't Feel My Face, and it's about cocaine. So sometimes music right. is sometimes music is a great story, and sometimes yeah. it's... Just singing about drugs. Well, here's, <laughs> so. here's the thing, though.
3: He's say, I don't want to go too deep because I know we have a timeline here. But with that song, what he's actually saying is that the person that he's with is like a rush of of a drug, is like cocaine. I can't feel my face when I'm with you. Is not about necessarily doing cocaine. It's the association of being so madly in love with somebody that you're 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 numb. You're you're uh, just overly happy over everything, and then you kind of just don't really pay attention to all the red flags that you should, and I can attest in my own life what that's like. So it's not necessarily doing the drugs. It's the association of what the drug does with an individual person.
1: You're right. I stand corrected. I just gotta make a point here that Ryan is the
3: only person
0: well not a, the only, but the bigger I think of all of us here talking about sports fans and he has spent more time dissecting the halftime show from our <laughs> the weekend than the, the actual weekend. game itself. So Oh no. Uh, yeah, like I said, yeah, you gotta the, stay tuned for the, the podcast. Weekend is, he's he's so brave. I really he's so brave. I don't know how he could possibly be a celebrity. Uh the 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 Braveness that he displayed for that paying for his own Super Bowl show That's
3: seven really million dollars he put up. Yeah, I, I was so brave. I, Did, can I he just, get he it, put, any of it really back? Gotta, he put, well, I mean, it's a tax write yeah. off at the end of the day, but he put up seven yeah. million dollars for that performance anyway. I'm, we digress, let's go so back brave. into the show.
0: Nobody wants to talk Thank about you. the weekend anymore. We Thank want to talk you, about Ryan. no, I really don't beer at all,
3: right? That's why we're here <laughs> to talk about
0: craft. <laughs> beer. Well, there, there's some things, there's some things. So, of course, yes, yeah, good Super Bowl coverage, All right, Yep, yeah, we're all in Tampa, so we we'll get it now. Um, but. Also here in Tampa, pretty significant day coming up, um, and it's it's happening next week. Actually, it's Florida Craft Beer Day, and you I will see. This is this is why we we, we wanted to have Joe on the show um, today because he will be joining us for Florida Craft Beer Day, as we hope you all will. And um, some of our friends at um, WUSF, we just wanted to give a big shout out the local, you know, the the WEDU, which is which is technically part of the NPR and, and PD, um, PBS kind of. Uh, national uh, uh, radio broadcasting, or at least the affiliates there local to this area. Uh, had had We sp- spent some good time with him last, um, that must have been a month or two ago, um, talking about all things craft beer uh, for for Florida, really, in, in 2021. And, um, and one of those things that came up was Florida Craft Beer Day. So we are on our sixth year this year, boys. Give yourselves a round of applause. Six years of getting the mayor's office of the city of Tampa to acknowledge this fake holiday that we made up just to honor craft beer. I love it. And I just want to hand it off to, to you guys for the support and, and the support of listeners. I'm sorry, Ryan. Go ahead.
3: No, I was going to say, it just feels like uh, la- or yesterday that we were all together last year at Soggy Bottom celebrating this day. So we'll talk about it more uh, for that show. But man what time flies yeah. every year it's crazy that was it, a good really, time too yeah that was a real yeah, good time re- uh, joe <laughs> joe's a big hugger <laughs> <laughs>
0: that, like, that, was hug hug that was my first joe that was the last time we could hug anybody i know a, I, yeah maybe
1: i will cherish it, maybe that it was hug, a joke. sign I, I i i'm a big cuddly guy i give i give <laughs> a lot of hugs so maybe it was a sign <laughs> that we were losing that and i just uh, want to
3: reiterate i was really hung over for that show and i didn't skip a beat. I just want to say that. <laughs> well, I'm glad you
1: said it. We were all thinking it. Yeah. The only thing no, I want to was... say is to Donnie, Donnie, once you hit six years, it's no longer a fake holiday. It's a real deal. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it
0: was never. It was never a fake holiday. That was merely in jest, my friends. But the the fakeness of it is that it is not, you know, anything that was that was, you know, by any more grander than than what we we had put into it. And I'm just I'm proud of it, and I love it, and I think it's yep. fun, and I enjoy it every year. So I'm excited to celebrate that with you guys. But if you have not heard um, that that piece that kind of teases Florida Craft Beer Day, it's great. And I actually might put in a little bit of audio here um, just to show everybody. Tell me about Florida Craft Beer Day. This was your idea? (laughs) Yeah. So, well, I got to give some credit to Bob Buckhorn because he actually, uh, uh, he acknowledged the fact that we started this thing and it was really just an idea with another few folks that were in the industry that wanted to say, hey, we need to recognize craft beer. So we did some some research and a good buddy of mine marked a note. uh, If you Google his name, he's written now, I believe, two um, full books on Florida craft beer. And I think one's a history of, and then one's kind of now where we are. Um, but in talking with him, he laid a couple details on the table, one of which was in, in 1897, Florida's first craft brewery opened in Ebor City, Florida. The etching is still on the side of the building today. If you go down Ebor, it's one of the tallest buildings. It's got a big American flag on top of it, and it has Florida Brewing Company written on the side. That was intriguing to me. And as I peeled back the onion that was, you know, what is craft beer here? We just learned of the rich history, the diversity that Florida really did for craft beer. And the first one in the whole state, in the whole south southeast, was right here in Ybor City. So it's really a fantastic thing to celebrate. And in doing so, we established that that brewery actually opened on February 15th. And the 14th is a pretty heavy media day, or at least a lot of attention. But the 15th happened to be slow. So what we said is, hey, listen. Let's stop the presses. Let's have this thing. Let's really pull some celebration behind craft beer. And we actually reached out to the mayor's office at the time with Bob Buckhorn. He said, you know, I love craft beer. Let's do this thing. So we went to the brewery, the old building that is now Spoke Law Firm. Um, they're uh, The first brewery there, we had an event. We invited a bunch of folks out. And we said, this is really something. And so every year since um, 2015 we've been having and celebrating this event and the mayor though sometimes he does come sometimes he d- did not you know show up he would send a proclamation and again if you google that the city of tampa under the mayor of bob buckhorn has established florida craft beer day every 15th of february for the last you know four or five years here and we're just so happy and excited to have the city on you can check out that full interview um, on the Zest podcast, uh, essentially it's, uh, it, again, you can just find it anywhere you want to find your podcast, and the name of the episode is Meet Your New Favorite Holiday, Florida Craft Beer Day. So, that's all we have to say about it, but boys, we'll, we'll get into it in a second. We, we're going to kick things off with our first segment here. What are you drinking? What are you going to drink? Who brought something exciting? I did. Joe did. All right. Did. Let's start with Joe, the guest of the show. Ooh. Guest of the show, Joe. Then we'll kick it off. We'll go around the horn here, but Joe, please give us, give us the...
1: Uh, the send-off. So, I've actually... Uh, I'm excited. I get to share a beer. I uh, <laughs> I uh, had, was able to finally get my hands on a six-pack of the Voodoo Ranger uh, Captain Dynamite IPA. Some of our friends in the chat were talk, uh, talking about it and sharing pictures of it. And I went, ooh, me likey, because I'm a big fan of this uh, Voodoo Ranger. And uh, I was able to find one can of it at... Uh, I want to say total wine and liquor. And I tried that one and it was absolutely delicious. I really enjoyed it. It's got a very tropical flavor to it. Um so I was uh uh kind of went, "Ah, oh, well, I got the one and I'm good." I moved on. Uh and then I was at the gas station the other day down in Dade and they had Captain Dynamite IPA in six-pack cans. And it was a very fair price. It was I think uh either 9.99 or 10.99. So it was an awesome price. Um, from what I understand on the box, they say it is mosaic, Simcoe, and Cascade hops, um, but it is um, just your standard kind of IPA with a nice extra kick. It's it's sweet. It's uh, it doesn't have that grapefruit flavor so much as it has kind of a Caribbean tropical kind of flavor. It's definitely the kind of IPA I'd want to have on the beach.
0: Oh, no, it's good. I, I I do I do like you, Joe. Um, like the. Um... I I like you like me? You really <laughs> yeah. like? That's what I say. I really like Joe too. He's a good dude. Well, I remember I was just I was just over hanging out with Joe um, this weekend as, as you were moving into your new place, and um, and you had a couple of voodoo rangers sitting there on the uh, counter. had no had no um, you know short had no had
1: no problem getting into those bad boys. I'll tell you that much. Oh yeah, absolutely. i I've, I've I've really become a sucker for the voodoo mm-hmm. rangers stuff. I've always enjoyed everything that New Belgium put out, uh, especially when I saw Fat I Tire for fun. the first time. And then uh, I had accumulation, and really love that. Fifteen fifty four is absolutely delicious, but you can never find it. No, um, so I don't think I've had that one. Yeah. So when they started pushing the IPAs and so the whole Voodoo Ranger line, I I wasn't into it because I wasn't an IPA guy. But over over this course of the last year, I've really gotten into IPAs, and I really enjoy the Voodoo Ranger now. So it's been it's been absolutely delicious. Now I'm I am. I am Already through through my first can, ready for the second. <laughs>
3: Beautiful. That is one we're of my on a, um, favorite on... series
2: of beers. Is the Foodie Ranger? Uh, continue on, and I like it so
0: far. <laughs> I've like all. Of them. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was about to say about um, same thing with coppertail because coppertail Tail. I think in March they have their annual competition where they actually have their IPA series kind of ranked, and then they uh, vote. We we covered it. I don't know, two or three months ago. It was uh it was that was um hop hop skull. The, the line that we yep. had but anyways yeah I, I i feel like my ipa like fascination has came and went i still enjoy them they're what i drink probably most often but um yeah joe to your point i, I won't reach for one unless it's something i really love really enjoy or just you know want to try or have again so so yeah
3: yeah good
0: Ryan, you said you brought something good?
3: I did. I did. It is from all these. It's called Vista Bay Coconut. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's called Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> no, actually, I went to uh, BJ's Brewhouse tonight. And You know, ever since COVID uh, has been in effect, they've been able to sell growlers now, and they can also sell six packs of
0: Wait, they, Wait, BJ's fills up growlers now?
3: Yes.
1: Ooh, they've, been, they've been doing it for over a year now. That's
3: how much the are house.
0: they filling
1: them up do they have beer taps or what they
3: have growlers there or you can i don't think you can bring your own that may be the only stipulation i can't remember i haven't actually gone in there with my own growler but they also now are able to sell cans of beers so you can buy six packs and put it on your tab and and leave so i went in there tonight for uh happy hour and i picked up a six pack okay of the, okay got it what <laughs> never mind go ahead what, did I not answer the question? No, I,
0: I missed I missed the Brew House part of BJ's, I think. I thought you meant BJ's like the wholesale store. I was like, "Whoa." <laughs> it's like a, it's okay. like
1: it's like a new spin on Kirkland. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you get a 55-gallon yeah, drum. Now. You
2: just open all the beers and <laughs> <laughs> pour them in the crowd. Yeah. You get a 55-gallon drum of beer oh. that was yeah. poured out of other cans. so <laughs> Well, I picked, up, I picked up one Do of their on.
3: seasonal releases. It's the Zany Zitrus Hazy IPA. And I was like, you know what? Let me just get a six-pack of that. Because normally my go-to there is Jeremiah Red. But I figured, you know what? It's not only support, su- supporting a local business, but also a local large business brewery that, uh, out in Lakeland, out in, uh, Lousman's, uh, neck of the woods. Yes, sir. And, um, shoot, what's the name of that place again? Brew, uh, Hub. Brew, Brew, Hub. Brew Hub. Thank you. Cause Brew Hub brews BJ Brewhouse beer down here locally. So I was like, yeah. I'll help two places at once. And it's really, really good. I just, uh, pulled up beer advocate to, to see it's, you know, 7.4%. It's got four out of five stars. It is a nice, uh, orange hazy I IPA, if you will, not exactly sure what hops are in it, but when I poured out of the can into the glass, it was just aroma, fresh hop aroma, zesty smell. It was beautiful. So I definitely recommend if you can get a chance to go to BJ's brew house, you know, try this hazy IPA. It is again, a seasonal release. There's not many cans left. I think I got the last six pack. That was actually (laughs) the true story. I was like, yeah, throw one of these on there. And the girl behind the bar was like, I think we're out of six packs of those. And she opens the cooler and there's like five in there. I was like, Well, I could just take those or I could take the six pack that's on the bar, you know, because there's a six pack right here. Like <laughs> so a demo kinda, one? Yeah. yeah. It was a demo six pack that was just sitting out there by the tap. So she's like, I think we're out of six packs. And I was like, What about this six pack? <laughs> kind of a thing. <laughs> and, and then, then you pulled up like your it, shirt it. and you were like, well, <laughs> <laughs> What about
2: this six pack?
0: <laughs> it's pretty cool. Pretty, pretty. Okay. Know, so they just. Are they using the same branding? Yeah, this is good for the listeners. Um, yeah, so they're just using like, the same branding on the side of the...
3: They use similar art to the other stuff that they have? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's that's cool for consistency on many reasons. Um, but the, the the beer itself is really good. Again, 7.4%. Uh, you know, So drink one or two a night if you want. And uh, enjoy a beer. Yeah, I am going to yeah. dock
2: them points for not using Zs in every
3: single word in the name. <laughs> like... So Zanny Zit- zitra zazy zipa, is that what you would say? Yes. Sign me okay. up. I'm right
2: there. I'm first in line. <laughs> All right. Are we are we getting hazied out? Do
0: you think? you think? No. Are we too hazied? No.
3: I I think it's delicious. I think it's just the, it, I think for hazies from an IPA standpoint, because it does kind of IPA's (laughs) exactly for a lot of people that want to drink a more fruitier style beverage, or maybe they're not into IPA's yet because there are some really, really bitter IPA's, you know, true. It's a nice way for someone who's not into to curve it. I don't know if we've said that before on any of our other previous episodes. We'll have to go back to like episode 93. I don't know, but I think it's a nice transition because it is. is. That's right. I don't even know what we talked about on that one. <laughs> but, just a quick shout-out. It was like a year and a half ago. Joe's yeah. got his hands up, yeah, and I, I want to uh, get his perspective.
1: I was going to say, uh, I'm not a huge fan of grapefruit, and I think that's one thing that's always held me back from IPAs, mm. is that grapefruit juice is like like drinking uh, like battery acids. Battery just Oh, it's yeah. a terrible flavor. I get that. But, but with IPAs, mm. especially with the hazies, a lot of that gets buried in the background. So I always tell... People, if uh, uh, if they love the flavor of grapefruit juice, they should go with a standard IPA. But if they don't like that flavor, go with something hazier. Go with something West Coast. You're gonna get a lot of different profiles as a result of that, and that mm-hmm. grapefruit kind of note gets buried down the more the more varied it gets.
3: Well, and to to Joe's uh, comment there, a lot of that has to do with the style of uh, hops that are used to make the beer. You know, if you're talking about citra or centennial or anything of the C nature when it comes to hops, that's where you're going to get those more fruitier notes because C for citrus, those, those, there's about four or five, possibly more, but the main ones, there's about four or five, and they kind of all have those more fruitier notes. But if you go into Amarillo or, you know, other types of hops, that, those aren't going to give those more zesty, fruitier profiles. So if you're not a fan of, like you said, grapefruit, then go for beers that are IPAs that don't have that grapefruit sort of citrusy connotation something that isn't brewed with any of those C category hops and you might actually have a really enjoyable time but I'm with you I don't like the tartness and the and the flavor of grapefruit but I don't mind eating them with brown sugar so right. I will say that all right well in the essence of time, we must keep going. We must. <laughs> but I
0: appreciate keep going. that, and we can probably talk. <laughs> yeah. We talk a whole lot more about hazies and non-hazies. Maybe we'll table that yeah. for Florida Craft Beer Day or something. Else, I like you know, that else. idea. But yeah, but yeah, let's get into it then. Let's have we'll have, we'll save that for some good beer discussion. Mr. Lossman,
2: do you want me to go next or do you want to go? Uh, I got one. I got one that has not you only Mr. Lossman. My... Oh, go for it. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna. I was just gonna say I have one that not only knocked my socks off. Knocked them straight into the washer, dried them, returned them back to me, knocked them off again. Because wow, I have... Wow. Why'd you put them
0: back on? They were clean.
2: They they were never off. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Joke's on you. Um, I have the Elysian Bifrost. I don't know if this has been covered before. No. This is easily my favorite beer of 2021. Hmm. What is it? with Mount Damon in space? Uh, it is only February... <laughs> this is uh, not only one of my favorite beers of 2021, but it is the most drinkable beer I may have ever picked up. And Dear God, yeah, I, I know. Them. This is a tall order. This is a very, very exclusive, exclusive. If Ladies and
0: gentlemen, buckle your buttholes. This is what. This is not only it's good, but it's great.
2: Who? Wait, hold on. It's a quick sidebar. Who was driving around with uh, an unbuckled butthole? What? What happened there? <laughs> Who's buckling their buttholes would already? That person, would that individual, call in please, because that's uncomfortable to know about. <laughs> Just I, call me now, I, please. I, I'm pleading the fifth. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Just tweet rye underscore guy eight one three if you have an
0: unbuckled butthole. <laughs> Just yeah. The more comments, no, better I don't, I don't keep want us that.
2: I don't Keep want us on that. The show pictures, please. <laughs> yep. Keep us on the air. Do your part. Make sure you message in. In any event, doubling back to the Bifrost Winter Ale from Elysian. It's, it's absolutely drinkable. I, it is an 8.3 ABV, and it does not taste it. It is a very sneaky one. And I had no intention of sharing this tonight. However, I wanted to make sure I broadened my horizons a little bit. And when I hear winter ales, I usually hear like, Ugh, like this is going to be like a coffee, chocolate, porter, stout, whatever. And I just tend to steer away from those. And today being, you know, what, 70 plus degrees out, I was like, it definitely doesn't feel like winter. It doesn't look like winter here in Florida. Yeah. It, none of this should be a winter thing. But all of a sudden, this thing came out of nowhere. Um, and couldn't have been happier. Uh, very drinkable, like I said. Fantastic. Love it. Fantastic. Fantastic so far. 12, That's 21. great, man.
0: So, what did you love so much about? I'm still confused. It's like, what is it? Is it? Is it? It,
2: it has an absence of a aftertaste, and that is okay. one thing that is quite enjoyable. Like a lot of these beers, I get into. They, you know, I like the hoppier beers. I like that that kind of loud ones and stuff like that. I I have a couple sips, and all of a sudden, I smell like a brewery. I've got a big beard right now. I, I it just it's everywhere, and all sorts of stuff like that. This is just have a sip. Literally how, neutral. Like a neutral. How are you drinking
0: phase. your beer, though? Are you going beard first? Because that's the wrong way to do it.
2: You guys don't funnel it in from your, your mutton chops and then into your mouth? I don't. <laughs> He's only, beard?
1: Only on Saturday.
2: I, oh, okay. Like a well, that's, sponge. <laughs> then that's just Joe's side project. <laughs> oh, this is horrible. I, I <laughs> pour the beer directly into my mouth. I don't know. Maybe I'm doing something wrong. I, I, I don't, you know. As honestly, long as the beer is getting it.
1: in your mouth, you're doing it right.
2: <laughs> but my okay, That's true. Yep. you know what? That's what I've been doing wrong. That's my fault. That's on me.
0: All right. <laughs> I well, like this beer. This is a fun beer. Speaking of a swampy beard, I have a swamp head, and I think Ryan, you've oh, had this before—the old hmm. big nose. Big I know nose. you love. Yeah, I, I know you where you swamp got head.
3: head. Yep,
0: last Man gave me a quick slide here as we were uh helping dad man, I was just full of moving. I think one weekend I helped dad move. No, Saturday I was helping dad move, Sunday helping Joe move, something like that. I don't know. I'm just a glutton for pain, I guess. But You um, like to move,
2: dude. You're a mover and a shaker. On that, minus
0: a shaker. Um on that move, he did he did Louse did slide me the big the big nose from Swamp Head. So Swamphead, the cool thing about Swamphead is that it's it is a very hyper Local and this is a great great segue for Florida Craft Beer Day as we get into it next week. But um, you know they're very local. Uh, where are they, Ryan? You know them better than I do. They're, Gainesville. they're Gainesville. up Gainesville. Yep. Gainesville. I'll yep. say yeah, on the awesome yeah, on the brewery coast. too. Or, if
3: you've never been there, holy hell, awesome brewery.
0: Well, and that's that's what I like about them is that they they're you know not powered by but they they use the spring water to make their beers right, which I always yes. appreciate. I love that about Wakiva and. Um, um, Marker forty eight, you know, I love that that fact when you can use it, like there's nothing more um natural and more local than a spring. Fun and that's fact what I like
2: about it. It's actually from the Okie Finokey swamp. If you read the can. And yep, It's also fun well, to say. Go ahead. Thanks. Listeners out so, there, go ahead and give it a shot. I want three clean takes real quick. Go ahead right now. Yep. Okay, Corral. Nope. Um Oki Finoki. Oki Finoker. Nope. You. Mm, nope. Why? Mm, Oc- would you add Ocfinoke. that? Got it. Nope. Not Oki Oc- <laughs> Don't you?
0: Don't Oc- you do that to
3: me?
2: <laughs>
0: no. Oki Finoki is, is you. right. I think. <laughs> but yes. Anyways, the Big Nose
1: IPA. Oh. It is. It is. You're hurting my brain with all this bad pronunciation. Yeah, no. <laughs> that's what I do. <laughs> Hurts real that's good. All right, um,
0: I love it though because it is. It is. You guys were talking about grapefruit, and this one. You know, I don't get grapefruit. What I get is more orange out of anything. I get orange and like a yeasty doughy, which is good. It's good in an IPA, like that yeasty doughy taste because like sourdough bread is a yeasty doughy taste, but it's sour and it's supposed to do that, right? Like I like IPAs that have. <clears throat> Not not necessarily like you said the grapefruit you know where it just attacks you but but this one has like a very nice mouthfeel and it's more orangey than anything else which I do I do appreciate too I I don't love orange you know in beer I really don't but I like it when it has when the beer itself has this nice play because orange is so tart and can be so sweet it's almost like balancing those hops almost like perfectly and it really does make a good mouthfeel, a good malt characteristic with it, nice body to it. It's sweet, it's citrusy, it's not grapefruity, it's not a hazy, it's not whatever. I mean, it it, it is a little on the citrus side, citrus forward side, but um, honestly for an IPA and for a local and for something that you couldn't tell, wasn't made, you know, here in North Florida. Uh, pretty good beer, so I, I really do love it. And, and thank you, Lost, for, for giving me that one. I appreciate
2: it. You're welcome. The correct way to do it is shotgunning a bread bowl full of that for that sourdough feel. Just <laughs> you, just grip and rip it, man. <laughs> Swing by a Panera bread, close that bitch down. <laughs> Bonus points just,
1: if you have like a vegetable soup in there. Or a potato oh soup yeah, it the medley really Ryan, sells
2: it. Joe, Joe knows. Joe knows these things. He's he's Ryan, closed down a Panera Mike, or two. <laughs> oh, hey <Thank> no. you. <laughs> yep
0: so and so that was the only and that was the only uh that was the last beer story we got now so not last beer story last of the what are you drinking what are you going to drink boys we have to keep moving so we're going to get through the craft beer section really quickly we have two stories and really these are just tap launches i mean there was a lot of stuff that happened on the super bowl right anheuser-busch had a bunch of big commercials of course they always do Although my favorite was that Reddit commercial, which is interesting. Google it if you don't know what I'm talking about, but man, it was pretty good. Moving on to the um onto the uh the the two beer stories we have. Two two real launches, and this kind of dovetails into what we were talking about. DuckTales? Dovetails. Oh.
3: DuckTales. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Dogfish head. (laughs) Dogfish <laughs>
0: Head launching launching the Hazy O, which is a crazy milk centric hazy IPA. So I had we had to talk about that, that's pretty pretty mm. interesting. And then we'll get into the next one yet. Yeah, but what do you guys what do you guys think about a hazy O oh, milk centric hazy uh, IPA? Does that have from lactose? Dogfish Head, you what with lactose? I'm not sure. If it's I don't know exactly what was in it, but I do know that it it
3: sounded or, very very interesting. Well, it says oat milk. I don't know maybe oats. that's
0: yeah oats not like actual milk milk like oh oat milk. Yeah. okay they milk oat, milk
3: the oats, not yeah. actual well, well it does say well,
1: naked yeah. and oat milk so I mean, you gotta you gotta that's get how in they there. milk the oats
3: and naked you gotta you gotta you gotta you know just just on the tip and on milk, the tip of milk, the, the, the oats, oats. <laughs> on the tip of the oats. <laughs> that's a terrifying brewery i want nothing to do with <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, but I want to try it. I mean, I haven't why seen not? that brewery either, and I don't want to try it.
0: <laughs> it is naturally, naturally, nationally distributed. I'll tell you that much. I, I know that for a yet. fact, though. I couldn't find any within two hundred miles of my house, so maybe not. It sounds very Jacksonville.
1: You know, I bet you it shows up somewhere like uh, a Lucan's Liquor or a, a ABC Total Wine and Simulator. Liquor. I mean, it's it's very possible that it, it could be showing up if it's if it's national. I have found that a uh, uh, Total Wine and Liquor actually has a pretty awesome variety. Maybe not the best dates, but they do have a good variety of what's available out there in the rest of the country.
2: I thought they would have been busy with all their other, you know, entrepreneurship's <laughs> total wine and liquor, <laughs> focusing on carrying weird
1: beers. That's off. That's they just they have an amazing beer selection. In fact, they, they, they carry really? quite a bit of uh, uh, Dogfish Head. I, I think they almost always have the one twenty minute. Um, they have. Oh, they rare. usually have about five or six different variety varietals of it. Um, but looking at this one, I think. Uh, the mango and the pineapple would be an interesting uh, pair to that, that's, uh, but the oats really throws me off. So I think I'm just going to have to taste it to really now. We, have, If anyone can find it, get at least four of them. Let's try it out. Drink but, them all. Um, tell us about it. And I'd be
3: remiss <laughs> if we didn't no. talk about ABC <laughs> Liquors either because they do have quite a good craft beer selection as well. And they our do. good friend of the show oversees that to make sure. Absolutely. So. Yeah, that's right. Well, hopefully he can get the hazy O from Dogfish Head as
0: well as the Bifrost, which well, he's supposed to play. always su- got a 100 I'm, hun- I'm
3: supposed to play golf with him on Saturday, I think. So I'll let that's you know. So
0: timely of you! I wonder yeah. why you always plan your gal- golf outings in the first and second week of February. That's, that's so bizarre. Because well,
3: Brian. well, before you go there, we were supposed to play back in December around uh-huh. Christmas, and it just didn't work out. Something happened.
0: I'm not sure what it was.
3: <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> no, I love. I love my friend, man. You can't say that. We we know Gus. Everybody knows Gus. We all yeah, talk to ABC of Gus. It's is Twitter handle for Pete's sake. I know, <laughs> I know. I love Gus. I wish we could. He's up in uh, not Spring Hill, whatever that is. Out. It's anyway. We're all riding
2: the Gus bus, dude. We get it. Well,
0: when when you see him, ask how this goes because as we as we had teased up, Honupu Day is nearly upon us, and that is Florida's. Premier Craft Brewery, Cigar City Brewing Company here, which is right in right out of Tampa Bay, just like Tom Brady, always born and raised right out of Tampa Bay. I mean, I wouldn't couldn't, go that
3: far. Mm. <laughs> Michigan couldn't maybe? get.
0: That's how we brought the Super Bowl home. That's for sure, right? We shipped just it.
3: <laughs> you know what, Donna? You should listen to my other podcast I'll a little bit more closely. Oh boy, <laughs> no, I got enough on my plate. I'm fine. But anyways, Hanukkah Day, man they they will it's have coming. It. They will.
0: They will have the the world-renowned stout um, here on tap as of March 12th. But if you want to be one of the lucky few to get in, there's a lottery, my friends. If you want to try your hand at at netting two of these 750-milliliter bottles of Hanapu Imperial Stout... Um, as well as their bourbon barrel, if you wanted to try those too, you can enter the lot- lottery. You've got to, to download an app. We'll post some links below here. It is complicated. You must have a credit card on file with a minimum deposit of 60 bucks.
2: Dude, I did it. I'm out. Um, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what <laughs> I got I'll a lot learn. of things tied up overseas, and it's actually over yeah. lakes here in Lakeland. We do a lot of business. Dogecoin. Yeah.
0: Got it. But Ryan... I think as, as one of the only folks in Joe, I don't know if you've had it, but one of the only folks in this show can can you can you guys just take us down the path of why this um you know this this beer de- deserved its own special fake holiday called Hanapu Day, which is basically what they've been doing since the uh the first anniversary in March of two thousand and ten um where the brewery there you know brewed this fantastic beer. Um, they, they've been having such good success with it since 2008. This 11.2% Imperial Stout ex- Espresso Chocolate. It's, it's been noted as one of the best beers in the state of Florida. But, boys, why is it so special? And why is it so hard
1: to get? Joe. So I, I think it's special because it, it's based off of a Mexican mole, which you just don't see a lot in beer. Um, it's, it's a very strong stout on top of that. It's 112 Imperial. Um, but uh, you know, I honestly don't know of anybody else that puts anything like ancho peppers or, or, or guajillo peppers in their beer. And it's, uh, so it has this very spicy, very heavy, uh, note to it. That is really delicious. Even if you're not a big stout drinker, I'm, I'm not a huge stout drinker. My wife is, I'm not. Um, so I've always found it. I've only had it the one time. I think it was a bottle from 2017 or 2018 that was gifted to us um and it was very very delicious but it's it's spice heavy and it's dark and it's it's chocolatey yet kind of angry at the same time it's got a lot of layers to it and i think just yells at you yeah and i think that's what really makes it special is because it's this it has these mexican roots inside a a uh Tampa Bay community coming out of Cigar City. Uh, it's it's Cigar City is the largest brewery to come out of Tampa Bay. Um, I mean, uh, my brother who lives out in Portland still sees uh, Highlight on tap out there, and people go absolutely bonkers for it. Whereas here, Spets it's canarchy. Yeah, it's here. It's it, it's everywhere. People are like, oh yeah, Highlight, because they see it all the time. But I mean, it really is a national beer at this point. So I think that's really what makes it special is the fact that it's such a big variety or such a big change from anything else that they make. And they've, they've been doing it in such limited quantity for so long now. Um, I that's, that's my take on it.
3: I I agree with that, Joe. I think it's a really, really just fantastic stout at the end of the day. And um, uh, you know, it says it says a lot about the the brewery and what they do, and it's consistently the same. You know, it's and they do have different variations of it. You know, you can get some with like a strawberry. I think I had, uh, you know, a barrel aged one. I, there, there's there, there's just so many variations, but the the main one is the the Hunapu that we all know and love. And because they only come out with it once a year, it's probably a very expensive beer to make, I would think, to manufacture. And I think. As, as the, uh, the years have gone on, it's just turned into this really big thing. Last year, uh, it kind of ended that with, like, the Hunapu Day where uh, all the other breweries from across the nation come down. And, uh, well, there's, there's usually, what, like two or 300 or something like that? Or maybe it's 100. I, I don't know. Um, so it turns into, like, this big celebration. But the consistency of the beer is, I think, the most impactful yeah. thing. They take, of, they take
0: care of it. They take care sure. of it. They really
3: do. They they yeah. they baby this beer, and they I mean, to. it's got cinnamon, vanilla, cocoa nibs, chili peppers. I mean, and they put it off note. in such a way. There's so many, and like 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 what Joe was saying. It's a it's a mole. It's freaking fantastic. Mole 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 It's so good. It's you want so to good. Up and make
1: so a guacamole with it? You know, how how long really do you think is? it takes them to actually brew it? Like, I mean, well, I mean, it's probably is it something that they're working brew. on year round. Or do you think it's something that no. they do maybe a couple no. months beforehand or? Uh, well, Ryan, I, I mean, it depends. Ryan, on their, don't
3: brew in it. it. Oh, well, no, I mean, they no. they 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 all obviously have to gear up for it to to brew it. But I mean, a normal process for a beer is an hour boil anyway, you know, so all it's of that aside is
0: making pasta. So I said on the, the <laughs> it's just going to
3: depend on on the yeast and how they want it to totally ferment and everything else. But again, you know, with all the other beers that they have to keep up demand and uh, supply and demand with, for them to pull this off every year as consistently, I mean, they have people in charge to make sure that everything down to a T is accounted for, and it's always even better than the year before. I feel like, but um, I think it's just what it's turned into, you know, and that that in itself is the lore. It's one of the
1: it's one of the largest brewery related events in tampa bay i mean obviously yes. florida craft beer day is is a much larger bigger Absolutely. deal bigger deal i mean it's but, huge but but hoonapoo is the one thing that every you don't even have to describe the entire event name or even reference cigar city you just say hoonapoo and everybody knows who you're talking about whether they're a beer drinker or not it's a it's a massive event
2: May may I just make a quick, Did... real quick, well, like 30 seconds. Um, it's over. Yes. Remember me on the geek uh, news section. Okay, great. Um, so Ryan's very passionate about this, and he's always been passionate about this. Can we name this segment
3: the Ryunipoot? <sighs>
1: so,
2: well,
3: as much as I appreciate the sentiment, Laos, it's, you know, uh, uh, yes, we can. Okay, good. good, 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 good. (laughs) I'll just go and start printing now. Go ahead, boys, make it happen. And then there's printing machines. Make it happen, boys. Yeah, just add in the printing machines later. Just it's fine. Do it in post. Have have you guys ever? I mean, I've been to two of them. Have you guys ever experienced an actual Hunapu day before? You know, and it it, it's it's crazy what goes on there. And it's it's not just about the Hunapu itself but all the other beers that you get to taste from all these other breweries that are coming down. And last year, unfortunately, though I was geared to go, I was going to be with ABC Gus and a bunch of other people, it got shut down. But in years past, man, it's just a crazy, amazing craft beer event. And it's only getting – it, it was getting bigger and bigger. You know, It went from their brewery to uh, a park down in Tampa by, by the Lightning uh, Stadium where the lightning play, to Raymond James Stadium, excuse me, parking lot. It, it's just been getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and I think that says not only a lot about Tampa Bay Area, but the brewery itself and what they're doing and their, their presence in the craft beer industry.
0: Oh, for sure, and there's no other greater news you know, coverage out there than besides this very podcast, actually, that, that covered Hanapu Day, and I believe the episode, like you said, it was a year or two ago. I think you were at Ray J in the parking lot or something. 69, I think it was 69. Yeah. And it was, um, it was called, yeah, Hanupu Day, um, comma, who farted, I think. Very, so <laughs> oh, look the who farted. Oh, that look, was so, such a great so story. It, it was such it's a very, great story. It's, that, a very, <laughs> it's a very significant <laughs> and serious <laughs> news item. That was that such a great story. we had to spend that whole episode just understanding. So, yeah, please look it up. And so we've literally burned up, like, all of our time here talking about this. But, Joe, you've been known from time to time. And I believe this week... In lieu of, um, of a, a typical uh, standard, This Week in Geek, you decided to join this show today. Totally planned. Everything's all right. And this is exactly what we wanted to do. <laughs> but man, can, can you hit us with some quick
1: hits on geek news before we get out of here? Because we've got to wrap this up. Absolutely. So uh, just news for the week. We're gonna We're going to go ahead and do a full review probably next week. But first, I'm going to need to crack another beer. So let's talk some geek news. Um. So, Super Bowl came by Sunday, and along with the Super Bowl is always the ads that come with it. So, let's talk about some of the ads for upcoming movies and television in geek news world. First, we had Coming to America, a sequel to the original uh, Coming to America, starring Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, and James Earl Jones, and Sherry Headley. Um. Also, with newcomers Jermaine Fowler, Leslie Jones, and Tracy Morgan. Um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to premiere on Amazon. You're coming Radio. to
3: America. What? <laughs> I love Tracy Morgan, man. He's, he, he, man, Tracy Morton's the best.
1: Man. He had, he him. had some really, he had some love super some crazy Morgan. commercials this year. I'll tell you that. He, he did. He did. That, he did, that, that really one, did. uh,
3: <laughs> auto insurance or whatever it was that he was in oh, man. during Super Bowl was fantastic.
1: <laughs> but so, uh, uh, yeah, the uh, Coming to America is going to be dropping on Amazon Prime Video on March 5th. Uh, we also got a new extended trailer version of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, starring yes. Anthony Mackie, Sebastian Stan, and Emily Van Camp as Sharon Carter. Uh, so we got some new extensions, some new uh, 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 film footage of that one. That one is going to be available on Disney Plus on March 19th, which just so happens to be after... I believe the week after the end of WandaVision Season 1. Okay. Uh, We got some trailers for Clarice Season 1, which is all about Clarice Starling in her post-Hannibal Lecter career starring Rebecca Breeds. That's premiering on February 11th. We got our very first view at M. Night Shyamalan's (laughs) new movie called Old. Um, yes, is,
3: that looks so good This
1: is a really crazy movie The history on this is really interesting He uh, <laughs> M. Night told uh, Rotten Tomatoes When his daughter gave him a copy of Pierre Oscar Levy and Frederick uh, Peter's graphic novel Sandcastle He read it, he couldn't stop thinking about it Once he put it down It stuck so much with him They began to develop a film project Inspired by the novel Which would become old Which is releasing from Universal this July um, this is actually our very first look at this film. It's been very mysterious. There's not even really been a lot of talk about casting, um, but we see that the stars are going to be Gail Garcia Bernal, uh, Anissa Scanian, uh Thomas McKenzie, Alex Wolfe, and a few more. Um, the graphic novel, though, focuses on a group of people who find themselves unable to leave this strange and secluded beach that we soon discover hides a terrifying secret that those gathered... Are aging at a rapid pace, so it, it yes. looks interesting. I, <laughs> I'm curious to see where it's going to go. But this is M Night. I've been burned by this man so many times. I really don't. Know I, I how was how it's totally going to
0: guess. I was going to guess. Is it a reverse Benjamin Button scenario? But I don't think it is because that's regular no. aging.
1: <laughs> I think if you want to spoil yourself, you want to check out. Yeah, if you want to spoil yourself, I recommend checking out Sandcastle, which is a graphic novel. Uh, but the movie's going to drop in July 23rd. It's going to be theaters only. So make sure you get your shots first, folks.
3: Uh, if I can say before you go on to the next one, I saw that trailer during the Super Bowl and I was like, I'm pegging this like I'm 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 all in like, <laughs> wow.
1: Is it International <laughs> Women's Day already? Wow. <laughs> no, I mean, just, you, you know,
3: you got to you got to peg. You got to you got to peg the, 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 the clip out on the wall, you know, <laughs> you know oh, wait, on the wall. Kind of Pinterest.
0: Mm. Yeah, what kind of Pinterest abomination are you using? <laughs> no one I mean, you, you guys don't go to peg.com. So do over. Oh, I just saying peg.com. We here
1: at Craft Brews and Geek News do not recommend that you visit do peg.com. Don't, do not support
2: everyone's lifestyle it is 2021.
3: It, it looked like a fascinating film to the point that I was like I have to see. Okay, would you prefer the word star or flag? Let's go with that. Flag it. it flag looks, it. Yeah. Look, we'll flag that. It don't. looked like an amazing like concept, and I can't wait to dive into it. It just looks. It does really look. Cool. It
1: does look a ton of fun. Uh, a couple others that we ran through because I'm trying to get through these really quick. Ryan the Last Dragon. We got an extended trailer from that. Ryan,
2: you got a new dragon? I did. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. Sorry, Raya. i sorry, Raya. You gotta, Raya. You, you, you gotta okay. wait for the trailer. My Ryan, bad. the
0: new cat he got. That's what it should be. One. I
2: thought f- I. Yeah, I thought you were flying around
3: on a Hyundai. My bad, dude. <laughs> nah, man, I ditched that. I went to GNC now. What's
1: up? So that one is going to be dropping on March 5th on Disney+. Plus. That's going to be premiere access only, so if you want to see it, get your shot and go to theaters. Um, the last one that I really want to bring up is something I'm really excited for, which is a movie called Nobody, starring Bob Odenkirk. Um, it is oh. very much uh, John Wick starring Bob Odenkirk kind of story. It's a revenge thriller about a mild mannered suburban dad whose inner ass kicker is ignited after a break in at his home. It has, excuse me, serious action cred. I keep saying uh, uh, John Wick because it was written by Derek Kolstad, who's the same man who directed and wrote the John Wick movies. And this film is actually going to be directed by Ilya Nyshuler, I believe is how you say his name, who is the same guy who directed Hardcore Henry. So this has some really great acting chops going after it. The idea actually for the story sprung, sprung from Bob Odenkirk himself, who had, uh, he had this kind of thought after he had break-ins in his own home of how to react to it, and he turned it into this like comedy action thriller. It's going to be absolutely fantastic. That is dropping, uh, nobody is dropping in theaters April 2nd. We got one. So, so somebody killed his cat, and that's where it's at. Yeah, give me the and kitty and cat it. bracelet. Is the quote from okay. the the trailer? Just <laughs> want to make sure. Um, the only other thing I wanted to mention was the uh, Yellow, Yellowstone, eighteen eighty three, um, which is uh, interesting. It's it's. It's actually not that interesting. We can skip it. (laughs) But but it does. burn from Joe. It's on the notes, but it's not that interesting. No words are better than no words. It does bring up the new network Paramount+, Plus, which is going to be the replacement for CBS All Access. Um, Paramount+, Plus is bringing in all this ton of content. If you listen to uh, The Weekend Geek, uh, I think it was the last one I was talking about how all these networks that came over from the Viacom merger are now going to be available. All those franchises and shows are going to be available on Paramount Plus, along with live TV, along with uh, sports, along with news. All sorts of really fun stuff, plus everything from CBS All Access. It's going to outright replace CBS All Access. But we still don't know how much it's going to cost. We have no idea if it's going to cost the same as CBS All Access. Eight bucks. It'll be eight ninety nine. Eight bucks. Well, that's what that's what uh, CBS All Access costs right now for ad supported, not even ad free. So mm-hmm. it's twelve bucks then. Twelve ninety nine. Yeah, we don't know, but we'll. But we're hoping to find out at the next investor call. So hopefully, we'll have news before it premieres on like was it March twelfth or something like that. I'm getting really sick of all the streaming channels, but you know what? Guess what? I'm getting sick of... I was sick of
0: cable. That's why I haven't had cable in a decade. So, like, you can do that, I guess. That's what we're empowered to do, and you don't have to worry about it. So, hey, power to you. I sat down down for a
1: friend recently uh, to talk with them about the difference between cable and streaming service. Cause they made the same comment as you. It's like, wait, why are we buying all these different services? It, you know, would it be great if they were all unified together and were just streamed in over maybe a coax cable into your house? Hey, wait a second. <laughs> and I said, well, here's the difference with cable. You get 300 channels. That you have no choice over what the content is on those channels. You're going to end Correct. up with QVC. You're going to end up with the Christian Network. You're going to end up with TNT. You're going to end up with USA. You're going to end up with Sci-Fi Channel. you're going to end up with AMC and so on and so, and so forth. You may not want all those channels. You may want some of them. You yeah. may want some others. But you'd have no choice over what's coming to you. With streaming... You have total control yeah. over all the content that comes to, to you. Month. You have total control yeah. over who has access to it, where you want to watch it. You can watch it on your phone if you want to. And it still comes out. If, if you subscribe to every major streaming service that's out there, and I mean like Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, Paramount Plus, all like all these services. And no, pay I don't their know about pro- Paramount Plus. <laughs> well, but you pay their Somebody premium watched fees. Somebody watch
2: the Super Bowl commercials.
1: If you just look at it from a price perspective, it still comes out like $5 cheaper yeah. than buying the same package on on cable. So yep. why wouldn't yep. you?
0: Yeah, and they'll have, they'll have Banana TV or whatever that comes out and tries to aggregate them all before it gets 10,000 subscribers and shut down by Disney. But who gives a shit? I, um, I, I hope they call it Cable banana. and then just spell it CBL. They should. It'd be hilarious if they did call it Cable. Just screw you
2: cable why don't they just all do right. it like Aldi and just like every time you watch a show you put a quarter in and then you don't get your quarter back <laughs> and go ow oh, well screw this fucking shopping cart
3: and you have the that box be your amazing own shit yeah
2: <laughs> you got a cable you got a shopping cart in your living room you're jamming yeah, quarters very... in the shopping cart in your living room it's ridiculous but I'm very close to that we're very there. close, to, okay. that. We're
0: very close to that reality but what we we'll are also very close to, or close or or er, to close or to I would say uh-huh. is the end of the show oh so boys run around real quickly we're gonna all talk about um where they can reach us we're gonna wrap it up and then um we will we will call this one another another night Joe thank you thank you for for being here with us tonight thank you for delivering some some hot spicy geek news I knew it was gonna be an issue I knew it was gonna be a long episode the Super Bowl. The good beers we had, the good times. There's a lot going on for, for our little um, sector of the universe. And um, and I'm happy to, that we are here to, to spend it together and hanging out with you boys. Before we move on to that, there's one last thing I just wanted to say. If you are not in our Facebook group, the, the Craft and Geek News Facebook group on, on Facebook, but of course. Um, there's a new functionality we rolled out for our website. We want to hear from you. At the beginning of this episode, you should have heard a voicemail. Somebody left us. So we are now soliciting voicemails. Uh, please just go to the website, craftologyradio.com to submit yours. Up to 90 seconds. Tell us whatever you want. You could, um, you, could, you could make it horrible. You could make it great. You could say, this is the greatest show I've ever heard in my whole life. Or you could say, Laos sucks a big fat duty face and
1: wow. no one will be able to wow. stop you. I'm going to so. leave that specific voicemail. <laughs> oh come on
2: you start doing that got- i'm gonna start a joan oh wait no it's a Oh, that's a joe only site it's
1: a
3: josephina oh. thank you very much oh my <laughs> no i just want to i just want to say let's make sure that there's no warranty phone calls car extended warranties yeah, yeah. Extended oh they'll warranties. be there yeah yeah You'll i had a call you go go I, re- I recorded it it was awesome the ladies like do you drive this, this and this and i said no, that ain't my car. I drive a 1969 Corolla. And that's fine. It was so glorious. Yeah. they wanted record, tree fitting.
0: <laughs> record your record <laughs> your your prank phone calls. I don't care. Record them oh, you want I'm, to. It's, I
3: want to hear these so bad. Yeah, Come bring on, on. Call, call, bring call, them call, on. Bring them on, fans.
0: Call. It is bring good. On. We've got a couple so far. We've got a half dozen or we got a handful. Oh, so glorious. so we'll 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 start peppering them out there. But please, if you want to hear your voice in the show. Just just leave us a voicemail again, craftologyradio.com. And of course, just to kick things off, you can find me at Craftology Radio uh, on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Um, that is about it. We've unified our, our, our collective there. So if you want to see our videos, which we put out just about once or twice a month, three, three times, four times a month, Depends. I've got one coming up from our um, Super Bowl Gridiron Rocket League tourney that we did just some good hot shots of the of the boys having fun but um it's a quick minute or two uh very good stuff please check us out there on youtube craftology radio mr Louseman, where can the good kids find you oh it's funny that you say that because i can be
2: found at mr Louseman on well keeping it simple oh super simple <laughs>
3: and there i'm done moving on joe <laughs> <laughs> ryan Oh, right. I I I don't like to keep it simple. But you can find me at Rye Guy un, or Rye underscore Guy at oh god, one, I'm already eight lost. Eight one three. Yeah, I'm lost uh, <laughs> oh, on <no>. Instagram. <laughs> Rye uh,
0: underscore Guy eight one three. I that, believe. Thank you. It's thank called, you. Yep. Ladies and you
3: gentlemen. can also find us on the uh, Craft Brews and Fantasy News podcast, where we talk all things sports. Right now, it's just football, but we're going to be getting into all different sorts of content coming up into the the next year or throughout the the rest of the year. Curling uh, next also, week, also. I didn't get to say anything about the any of the geek news stuff. I did want to say that on Janu- January 28th, if anybody plays Magic the Gathering Online, it is now available on all Android platforms, if your phone qualifies, of course, uh, to be able to play Magic the Gathering Online Arena, which I have and I love. And I, I love playing it. Joe, I'd love to connect with you again to do that. And, of course, the uh, Facebook page craft brews and geek news where you can join in on the awesome conversation that we always seem to have there you Fantastic. hear
2: you heard it here live first uh challenge ryan in magic the gathering make sure you blow him away
3: and destroy him <laughs> oh hey that's not i, had, not Joe and I have easy had some thing to
1: do i'm gonna say it's about 50 50 I,
3: I may not be the most skilled player but i know how to play my deck
2: everyone out there fight him and destroy him
0: <laughs> all right Hey, Mr.
1: Joe.
3: Always play your deck right. Yeah, absolutely.
1: So uh, (laughs) you can usually find me under a stump. If I'm not under that stump, I'm recording uh, This Week in Geek. If I'm not recording This Week in Geek, I'm going to probably be picking up beer, wearing my mask, visiting a brewery in Dunedin. Love you all. Reach out to me on the uh, Craft Brews and Geek News uh, Facebook site.
3: Oh, all hey right. Joe! Can we give you? Can we give Jug a? Uh, Jug! Can we give Joe a plug for <laughs> his his other stuff that he likes, likes to do too? His three D jo- Joe, out? what I, else I do thought you like to do? We were going to
1: talk about your egregious the- hentai porn. Uh, oh my we word!
3: To. We don't have to. I thought we could. Uh, I, don't I mean, who is? You can that also reach me honest. at uh,
0: the
1: Acmo Hentai Master <laughs> god damn. You can also reach me at the Acme Blaze. Excuse me, the Acme BLAMO Laser Company. Uh, I do laser engraving for customized gifts for uh, you and your friends and your family. So you can reach me on that at Joe at I believe is what it is. I'll, I'll get that clarified in the future. All right.
0: Well, thank you, boys, for that. That'll be fun to edit. Um, we will. Uh... I'm sure it. Will. And as we say at the end of every episode.
1: Hoonapoo, hoonapoo, hoonapoo! <laughs>
2: that sounds great. I love it. All right. Yeah. Still got a couple months on that, but
0: it's all right. We're there. We're to end of
2: the episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot to Bye. record. What? Oh, Stop I'm it. Yeah, ding dong. You've been listening to
0: the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews, and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network.